0: Hey everyone, this is Tony, Dungeon Master of D&D Raw, and before we begin, I just wanted to say, if you enjoy D&D Raw, we would love it if you would support us on Patreon to hear new exclusive content and updates before anyone else. By contributing as little as $1 per month, patrons enable us to dedicate more time to creating episodes. Our higher level patrons get access to DMs notes, outtakes from our episodes, and the chance to add an item, NPC, or encounter to a D&D Raw episode. We wanted to thank all of our Adventure Tier and above patrons for their support this month. So thank you Jeremy Kleinhans, Grimfuse, Fen the Goblin, a Linux fan, and Feral Joe. To find out more about how you can join this list of outstanding people, go to patreon.com slash dndraw. If you're not able to support DND Raw on Patreon, we would love it if you leave us a review on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. Next week, we'll have Rules as Written Broken Feats. And now... Serviceable Plots, Episode 19. Not a weirdo like you are. With me today are the following players.
1: Hi, I'm Bethany, and I'll be playing Belinda Walsingham, the half-elf awakened mystic.
2: Hi, I'm Adam, and I will be playing Akiva Konshu, the Shidara kai Hexblade Warlock. Hi, I'm Mike, and I'll be playing
3: Scrib Whitecliff, the human mastermind rogue. Hi, I'm Giuseppe, and I'll be playing Valen Blackwater, an Azamar monk paladin. <laughs>
0: Last time, the party made a difficult decision by allowing a member of the Whispered Ones to go free, so that a psionicist could continue to infiltrate the organization. Meanwhile, the party left the cave with Ellen, and finally made it to Orenthal. The party learned that they had arrived on a feast day to Arlios, and the city was packed with people. As they traveled through, Belinda thought it would be a good idea to get away from the busy roads, and the party could go and visit Belinda's father at his butcher's shop. So... As you guys are seated, you notice for the first time, since there's no one in the shop, that there are a couple of flyers kind of against the wall and near the entrance that just say at the very top, Astalda, Feast to Arleos. And below it, you see a list of locations and games.
3: Is this a historical event? Is it something that happens regularly or? Once a year. So I've heard of this before. You've heard of Astalda, yes. Yes. Is it something that happens across the country or just in Orenthal?
0: On this day, primarily within the Remer Empire, but Orenthal tends to put on big celebrations, particularly since Arleos was prayed to and worshipped during the time of the cataclysm for the sake of just all of the fighting that happened.
1: And we all are aware that generally Arleos is like the deity of like justice and war.
0: Yep. So you guys are sitting there for another minute or so before Roland comes back out, carrying like a small tray that's just has skewers of what look to be various kinds of meat and places them in front of you and says, Please, I have no idea what you've been eating on the road, but you know, at least my cooking is good.
1: Especially when it comes to proteins. Yes. Thank you.
0: Thank you very much. Of course. Now, I did get your letter while you were in Amaran and... It sounded like you had an interesting time there, at least for the first day.
1: Yeah, we might have helped save the city from an undead attack, according to some reports.
0: Ah, well, I mean, you don't look too worse for wear.
1: No, that that's where we met our friend Zolas.
0: Well, how was your journey back? How were you were you all right? Was there any attacks on the road? Like as it's, it's, you seem all fine, but
1: I'd like to telepathically speak to the group. This is my dad. I don't want to alarm him unduly, so I might sugarcoat things a little bit.
0: You do see while you're initially doing this, he kind of like looks over to Ellen and just seems to get a couple of skewers like, here, eat something. You're so skinny. You really need to eat. Come on. You look like you haven't had anything good to eat in days. And he turns back to you
2: like real quick. And he blasts back over the the telepathic wavelengths. Why is he so normal? (sighs) I wish the rest of us could hear that.
1: <laughs> Wait, you said that you said that just to me, and I'm like, I,
2: I don't think I can broadcast to anybody else. Yeah,
1: it's such a quiet judgment. <laughs> Why you can
2: send dad? telepathy
4: out to everybody, but th- it's all directed straight <laughs> so, to you.
1: Akiva says, "Why is your dad not a weirdo like you are?" <laughs> <laughs>
4: Meanwhile, Valen was leaning forward to be like, "Let me tell you about."
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we had some, ad- it, yeah, we had some adventures on the road. Uh, and that's how we we met Ellen here. We're we're helping her, uh, you know, find her feet at the temple.
0: Oh well, they'll take really good care of you. I mean, Catherine's been trying to do what she can to help out whoever's in need. I'm sure she'll love a new person to take care of.
3: Catherine? Yes,
1: yeah,
0: she runs the Temple of Adar.
1: Okay, she's the. Well, she was the head cleric there, but she still runs the temple, you know, even though things are a little different now.
0: Yeah, the Erudite Sanctuary. But th- anyways, you haven't actually told me anything yet about oh, your travels. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: no, it's been good. We encountered Ellen in a bit of trouble and helped her out and uh, otherwise. We visited Verapol, saw the White Cliffs.
0: Ah, of of course. You and you and Jack uh, were really close acquaint- the friends, acquaintances?
1: Yeah, we definitely have had a... Sort of like a mentoring relationship, I would
3: say. And, you know, he's Scrib's mm-hmm. dad.
0: Turns to you, Scriv, is like, oh, uh, Jack's your father. Like, how was living in Veripol? I've never actually been out that way.
3: It's really nice. It's a lot quieter than here. I try to say in the most polite way possible, L- Sneaking peeks out the window.
0: Oh, please. The, the streets are just abnormally busy at this point because the festival going on...
3: Jack, if
0: I recall, he kind of like turns a little bit towards you, Belinda. He is also a follower of Adar and quite an adept fighter. Did
3: you learn any of that skills, Scriv? Some, yes. There are things that my dad does better than I do, and there are other areas that I decide to focus on. Oh, and what is that? Uh, archaeology. Really? Mm-hmm.
0: Ah, so you're very into the history of our world, then. Is there any specific aspect of it that you'd like to look into?
3: I focus mostly on the Age of Separation right now.
0: Interesting.
1: Actually, do you have any particular insight into that, you know, given where you're from?
0: I'm sure I have some friends out, out in Solana that can- Solana? Oh, yes, I'm originally from there. Really? Yeah, lived there for several years, everything- So, you know, there's a lot of people here and a lot of people like to perfect their skill sets. In Solana, it's extremely rigid. And as much as I love to compete against others for my own skills and little smile as he looks around his shop, the government here is a a much more laid back and relaxed compared to the competitive nature of Solana. So traveled a bit.
3: I cast a look over to Zolas and Ellen. If we get time, I... Would like to maybe talk over a meal or something. Hear as much as I can about Solana. Absolutely. It's somewhere I'd like to visit sometime.
0: Looks over at you, Belinda. Tonight?
1: Uh, that's probably doable. Uh, I mean, we've got a few errands to run, but you know, I'll let you know. It sounds lovely.
0: Sounds good. I'm sure your mother will be sending you an invitation at some point.
1: Does she send invitations? I don't know if invitations- More requests
0: the right word. by way of messenger.
1: I don't think either of those words sound right. I would expect something more like a, a directive-
0: well, there's no chance you're leaving the city at any point without having dinner with her.
1: Right. So I don't really think it's an option so much as a, an expectation.
4: Well, if you need an escape, I do know a few clever ways out of the city.
0: And she probably knows those ways as well.
3: He just smiles a little. I lean over to Akiva. They're definitely family. <laughs> Man, these beef sewers
2: are so good.
3: <laughs> of turns
0: over. I'm glad you like them so much. Where are you from?
2: Okay, I don't think we've ever established this. Can I eat with my mask on? I mean, you can eat under your mask. You
1: sort of like tuck it underneath. Because
2: <laughs> as far as I know, I've had it on the whole time. Yes, as far as
0: I know, you have too. Okay. He is kind of looking at you a little closer now.
1: Can I help Akiva? As if-
2: can I send her a glance <laughs> like, uh, uh, uh? Yeah, you can jump in.
1: Just tell him that, you you know, your parents travel around a lot. You're not from any particular place.
2: My parents traveled around a lot. I'm not really from anywhere in particular. Roll deception.
0: Twenty-one. Kind of looks, oh, on the road a lot. Well, I mean, have you been to Solana or the nephany or anywhere around there?
2: No, uh, our traveling usually kept us around the eastern side of the region. Oh, I assume that's why
0: you were in Amaran as well for this this job altogether.
2: Yeah. During one of my travels, I met up with my friend Phelan here, and so we've become traveling companions.
0: Phelan, Phelan, where are you from? I feel like I've heard your name before.
4: I'm from down south, but I've been around just everywhere i don't know i get around older than i look so the stories eventually make their way around i hope when you realize where you've heard me from it's good
0: i'm sure i'll remember it at some point maybe you have a little bit of uh elven blood in you to make you look a little younger and he just smiles a little
1: yep i know that's how you keep looking so young
0: he is just grinning so what are your plans now that you're here
1: Well, I think we we have some things to attend to. You know, we're taking Ellen to the temple. Zolas, I think we're we're connecting with some people. And I think some of us might check out some of the competitions.
3: Are Zolas and Ellen eating? Yes. Ellen
0: originally was kind of being a little tentative about it, but as soon as she was handed some skewers, she's digging in. Cool.
4: Roland, I don't want to be an imposition. I can absolutely pay if uh, necessary, but we need some pickled vegetables. Something to cut through here. Ellen's on her fifth skewer. That is a lot of protein.
0: Yeah, I'm sure I have something back. Um, yeah, let me go check. And he'll get up and uh, walk back behind the shop.
4: Belinda. Yes? What are we telling your father about anything? Because you made it seem like we shouldn't freak him out, and I need to know real quick. Because I think he thinks I'm part elf now.
2: I could have bonded over him. I
4: actually am an elf.
1: Yeah, don't tell- don't, no, no mention of what you're- no, we're just keeping it light. We're- we're gonna focus on what we're Keep, doing keeping next. Keeping it breezy? Keeping it breezy. He knows we're doing a job. It's related to a magic item that we're researching for Scriv and I. You guys are helping us. That is- that and is is are here walking.
3: He's coming back. Does yep. he know about... And then as he walks in, I have, like, wavy fingers around my head. And I'll just say,
0: no. It's like, do you have
3: an itch, screw? Are you okay? No, he's, uh... Working on my stage performance. Akiva has been teaching me how to do sleight of hand. And I would like to try and make a coin appear <laughs> from somewhere. All sleight of hand. Fifteen. You're able to
0: quickly flick a coin into your hand. It is not your best performance but you've had some practice for some time so my hands are greasy from eating all the meats yep Anyway, so he sits down and goes oh so you like several different focuses huh I mean you're an archaeologist your father trained you to fight and you're now learning stage magic from Akiva I like keeping busy interesting anything particular that you're really passionate about or is it mainly the archaeology
3: I do play some cataclysm on the side. Oh, how exciting. I would like to begin trying to read this man's body language, his, his language. I want to understand <laughs> him as a cataclysm player. <laughs> Roll insight.
1: Yeah, uh, Dad, you play, right?
3: It's been some time and it's always for fun. 25. He's good. I'm glad we're both just doing the very polite like, ah, oh, well, you know. Oh, yeah.
0: Are you going to enter the tournament tomorrow? There's a tournament for Cataclysm. He points to the uh, paper on the wall.
3: Dad, didn't you win
1: the Cataclysm tournament several years in a row?
0: I mean, I I don't really have the time to answer it this time. You know, I've been training a few different
3: aspiring butchers. It's a day-long Cataclysm competition. It says there's a first prize, but it's not exactly forthcoming on the details. And not that I assume that I'm going to go and win first place, but say that I did win first place, what? Would the stakes be? I believe it's a hundred
0: gold peace prize and a dinner with the war master. Hmm.
2: I don't know about that, but I might want to play too.
3: I have no idea who this war master is, but a free fancy meal and a hundred gold isn't a bad idea.
1: Yeah. Actually, do you- I'm going to take a look. Does it say they're doing the mock trial?
0: Yes, you do see mock trial, but there is several lines of stipulation on it that you need to be a citizen of Orenthal, as well as have- A fairly good understanding of the legal system here.
1: You know, I've always meant to enter, but I haven't had the time. Maybe I should.
4: Roland, you know, it's important that the youth grow and develop their skills. But on the other hand, once a year, for two days, the Estelda Games, everyone in the city, out doing their best to earn their place in the various games. Don't you think your wards could use that little break? And it would give you a chance to stretch your wings again.
0: Oh, are you trying to tempt me, Vaylin, to see if I still have those skills? Roland, I will pay you. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
4: Look at that boy.
3: I am not even paying attention to this discussion. i just pulling Akiva over and being like, dude, they have a 2v2.
2: They have a 2v2? We can fight together. But I'm not a, I'm not a citizen of Orathal.
3: What? No, 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 that's only for legal stuff. This is just about <laughs> kicking other people's butts.
2: Can I have Lazarus? No. Oh, okay. Who's Lazarus? Uh, mm, uh, mm. uh.
1: Akiva's drawn to small critters. He, you know. Oh, a pet? Yeah.
0: What kind of pet is it? What's mouse. Invisible. <laughs> roll deception. That's gonna be a seven. <laughs> uh-huh. A mouse. Can I
1: sort of, like, lean over to roll and say... Ah. It's something that's just a little embarrassing to him. He doesn't
0: like to talk about it. Puts a hand up, say no more. Well, I'm glad you all stopped by to, to visit me.
3: It was a pleasure to meet you. Do you mind if I take this pamphlet? Please, they give one to all the shop
0: owners to try and advertise the games and, uh, and get everybody involved. And you're actually noticing there are some, some people like starting to file in and look around.
1: Well, yeah, thank you. Thank you so much for your time. And um, I'm sure we'll speak again, but before we leave. So thank you.
0: Of course. And oh, have you heard from Cecil at all lately?
1: I had a letter from him, I think, a few weeks ago, but I was going to write him another letter. Is there news?
0: Turns to kind of the rest. Cecil is, uh, is my son, and Belinda's brother. He's an amazing mechanic. He developed this self-rotating sharpener for my knives. I just essentially flick a switch and it runs. He has this like whole new thing he's working on. I couldn't quite understand all the mechanics of it. But near the, the Thessan kingdom, he's got this house that he's kind of trying to mechanize or something. What? So Belinda, you have a brother?
1: Oh yeah, have I not mentioned it? No. Oh, well, I mean, he's been away for a while, but we keep in touch.
2: You don't really usually talk about yourself.
1: No, some people talk about themselves a lot and it's not necessary. And I'm going to give you like dagger eyes a little bit.
0: <laughs> Roland's going to pass like Belinda, you really should, I mean, you've done some amazing things. So I don't know why you're not, you've done so much
2: for this city. Thank you. Like What?
1: Uh, You know, it's nothing glamorous, just with my my job. It's just not a big deal.
2: But I thought your job was was documentation.
0: It was, but she had to go around to different areas and gather the information and help to analyze things. And I mean, she's been very busy. And even after that with the Temple of Adar and...
2: Wow. Well, actually, yeah, I I could see that happening with with how much you've helped me out with... uh...
0: I'm going to send
1: you nothing, nothing. No, I I know. No, I was just an analyst. I know it was, it was good work. I, I miss it sometimes, but we're still helping people now. I, I think I think we better be going, but it was good to see you. At
0: this point, you do see like there's definitely some people who are trying to get Roland's attention and he's like, yes, please come see me later or
3: get in touch with me. We need to have dinner together.
1: Well, of course. I'm walking towards the door. Yes, uh, absolutely. <laughs>
3: <laughs> but Belinda, shouldn't you like give your dad a hug? It's been ages since you've seen him. Her dad is already going to the counter.
0: No. we're good.
3: (laughs) He will quickly say
0: to you, Valen, because you had commented on it, and I'll see about entering the tournament.
4: I'll just mouth, thank you.
1: So based on the map of the city, I think we were going to the temple next.
0: I believe that was the plan. It's the next district in a counterclockwise loop. So that's where you were headed. He was nice. I like him.
1: Yeah, he's, um, that's, that's my dad. Just kind of a, he's a nice person.
4: You guys have really nice dads. Spend more time with your mother as a child?
1: Nope, bad equal. Hmm.
0: Hmm. Zola's pipes in. does your brother take more after your dad?
1: Oh, definitely. Yeah, but you know.
4: So maybe a visit to the Thessan then.
1: Yeah, I would love to go sometime. I think you guys would really enjoy him. He's a hoot, you know, really a creative force.
4: How far into the mountains is he?
1: Honestly, I'd have to go look at his last letter because I don't remember. He really moves around a good bit. He kind of goes where there's problems to solve and things to create.
4: The land up there is a problem,
3: so...
1: Yeah, why do you think he left Orenthal? Everything mostly works around here.
3: I've never really gone that far. I mostly focused on the eastern part of the Vermer expansion. How do you like snow? It's okay. I never really had to worry about it. I lived in a cave that had a bunch of hot springs.
4: You'd have to worry about it. It's unforgiving. Gone up there a few times, and it's an adventure any time out of the summer months. What's
2: snow? I look at
1: Valen like, you got this.
4: I uh, I did take him south for the winter. Oh. It's a good choice. Snow falls from the sky. It's frozen water, but it's soft. It's really cool. And uh, in a few months, we'll take you up north. You can
3: see. Cool. Solus? Yeah. What was your take on Roland? Honestly, he
0: seems like a really nice guy. Kind of looks at you, Belinda. Insightful, though. Very charismatic. I can see where you get some of that from, though. Smirks.
1: Thank you. I'm glad you could see some, some positive influence rather than a baffling normalcy compared to myself.
0: I mean... He really likes to focus on make sure that, you know, he's really good at what he does, and that seems like a trait you might have picked up.
1: He's quietly the best at whatever he sets his mind
0: to. I was taking a guess at that since apparently he trains other people.
1: Well, yeah, that's really the reason he's in Orenthal. I don't really encourage that in Solana.
0: Never been myself. I mean, I've been here and Amaran, other than the sea.
1: Yeah, I haven't really been either, but
4: I hear it's lovely.
0: Well, uh, considering you might be visiting it at some point, I guess i have to ask some more questions on it.
3: That's the idea. Always
4: nice there, the weather. It's just always nice.
0: That's probably the magic.
4: Yeah, it's, on the one hand, yay, permanent spring. On the other, it sets your teeth a little on edge if you're aware of it.
1: Yeah, not a place you want to settle long term.
4: I suppose if you are a being of magic, it's fine, but are we almost to the temple? Yeah, you guys are walking this whole way through.
1: Sorry, I should have clarified. I'm leading as we're we're kind of weaving our way in and out of the crowds. So uh, I'm trying to think if there's anything that you guys need to be aware of at the temple. We don't really have any particular customs besides just being respectful of uh, anyone who might be worshipping. But uh, otherwise, I think you guys will like it. So I assume I know exactly where I'm going.
0: You do. You have been there many, many times. So you guys are traveling along. You do get to the Gold Petal Gardens District which, inns and taverns here, you see several different temples devoted to various deities of the world. Guards are constantly patrolling around here, as this seems to be the busiest area by far.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: as the temple to Arleos is here, and they are definitely running several of the bigger games here. The Cataclysm game, however, is uh, near the region Seat, because you did see them setting up for it. Traveling through, you have to push your way several times with the amount of people here. You see off in the distance, you can see what looks to be a large field where they uh, have an archery competition set up. You know based off of the flyer that you have that the main combat competitions are all going to be at the temple to Arleos called the Golden Scales. And there's a couple other competitions elsewhere, but traveling through, you do arrive at the Erudite Sanctuary and you see the towering Temple of Adar. Its exterior is elaborately designed with intricate carvings of religious stories and inside a vaulted ceiling that leads to a nave and features a huge altar with an elaborate altarpiece. The relics here are clearly very old, all kind of put behind glass and seem very secured and are probably worth a lot. Scriv, you might recognize one or two of these.
3: Yeah, I was going to say, do (laughs) I recognize any of them? Some that your mom has found and sent. I remember doing a dig for one of these.
1: How does it feel to see them here?
3: Validating. It means that we weren't just packing up history to be put in a box and left in some warehouse or kept in some, like, baron's smoking room or something.
1: No, no. These things are meant to be shared, if also protected.
3: Well, is anyone actually stopping to look at them? Are there any priests there going around and providing examples and guiding people into what the relics are? Yes, you would see that. The actual people here seem to be a
0: mix of young and old. Belinda, you're able to notice her really quickly, but this gnome has long, straight, white hair, cyan eyes, is just shy of three feet, seems to be talking about a broken shield that was... An artifact of a great warrior of Arleos, as you guys are walking in. Can I fact check that? Yeah, roll history.
1: I'm going to turn to Ellen as we're walking in and say, does this feel right for you?
0: It's uh, a lot more crowded than the places I've been recently, but they seem nice. Okay, 21. Based off of what you know, this was an artifact that your mom had found. And based off of everything, it seems like they're being very careful in like, what she says, but she seems to like know it hands down.
3: Okay. Okay. And do I overhear that Ellen is feeling uncomfortable in a large crowd? Yes. She's not being quiet about it. I totally get that. I slip her a silver, just focus on this, and I just walk her through the basic, like, focusing exercise I've been doing. Okay.
0: I'm used to much smaller spaces and fewer people, but okay. So you see her kind of like palming the coin a little bit and, and going through the motions.
1: I'm going to wait till Catherine, like, maybe isn't directly talking to people and then try to, you know, catch her attention.
0: So after about a minute or so, you see her just kind of nod towards the the people there as they move out of the temple. And she's, you know, just moving about, looking around, making sure things are cleaned up and looks up and sees you, waves you over. It's been some time.
1: Yeah, it's been a while. How are you? Good. I see you're doing the Arleos display.
0: Yeah, it's uh, that time of year. People always want to hear about the the great fighters. What brings you back in town? Uh, You were traveling to Amaran, right?
1: Yeah, uh, hoping to get some answers there. So far, still searching, but, uh, you know, doing some work. We did meet Ellen here on our journeys, and she's sort of looking for a place to, you know, get settled or or find her feet.
0: Absolutely. We have several rooms here that that we can put her up for and, and take care of her, and I can teach her how to properly take care of these artifacts. I'm sure she'll be a great help.
1: Ellen, this is Catherine. Catherine, I'm not presenting her to be your employee. Just to clarify.
0: <laughs> no, no, no. We'll we'll take care of her. Don't worry. I'm joking. How are you, Ellen? Good. It's a lot of people. Please, most of the people will be over by Arlo's temple. You'll be fine here. We'll we'll get you set up in a back room. If you don't mind, I'll just talk to Belinda for a moment before I set you all up. How how's any news? Anything?
1: Nothing directly related. I'm here with, uh, my like companions, uh, particularly. Can we just say we've introduced ourselves? Because we're very awkward
0: introducing ourselves. Yeah, there you go. She goes up and, and nods to all of you and says, Catherine Dunham, my pleasure to meet all of you. Uh, welcome. <laughs> welcome to to the Temple of Adar.
1: It feels good to be here, you know?
0: It's- it's been a while since you've been by. You've been traveling a bit.
1: Yeah, but you know, I know you're holding on the fort, taking care of people.
0: Oh, uh, I mean, if- if I didn't take care of the Erudite Sanctuary, who would? We're, we're doing what we can.
1: Yeah, and I'm glad you're still bringing meaning people's lives by sharing the artifacts with them.
0: Understanding religions and understanding the beliefs, I believe, is a major part of getting a closer relationship to the deities.
3: Yeah, it's true. Is attendance still up, I guess, given recent events and stuff? At first, but slowly, not so much. He's still out there.
0: It's probably doing something very important that we just simply cannot understand.
1: Yeah, I know you got to keep the faith.
0: I mean, we still know things, we still have books, so there's clearly- he's clearly out there somewhere.
1: I know. You know, we'll get answers, it's just sometimes these things require a patience we don't naturally have.
0: Yeah. Yes. And she pauses kind of on- on you, Where did you get your armor and buckler?
3: Here and there, you know. The armor is bits and pieces cobbled together from stuff I found, and the shield is a gift. Silverkeep? keep? yeah. How do you know? She's eyeing you up and down a little bit. Scriv... Whitecliff? Scrivener Whitecliffe. Are you familiar with Archivist Whitecliffe?
0: I am. Okay. For a brief moment, I thought you might have um, taken those from the site.
3: <laughs> no, 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 no. No, please don't. There's just some stuff in Verapold. That...
0: I owe so much too, to Archivist Whitecliffe. She sent so many fascinating artifacts to us to study.
3: Yeah, I just look over at the relics on display. It's just nice to see them being used as educational tools rather than, you know, decoration. I mean, like I was saying, we feel that understanding
0: our history, understanding what the gods have bestowed upon us is the best way to understand them.
3: It's funny that you say that. Yes. Do you think I could get a look at your archives? I'm
0: sure there would be no problem. Probably not for the next two days, seeing as the festival going on.
3: But afterwards, there, there there's a personal research project that I wanted to look into. Do you have documentation on the Age of Separation?
0: Yeah, of course. We have several different works that we keep. I mean, I would have to have someone escort you the, the whole time, but-
3: I can, I trust
1: Grivet, but also I, I can be there with him. So you have nothing to worry about.
0: If you're there, then I have no problem.
1: He knows how to handle a manuscript.
0: Oh, I take it you've helped your mother on occasion.
1: Yeah,
3: I've been on a number of digs.
0: Well, especially if if Belinda is is here, I have no problem showing you a lot
2: of what we have.
1: Belinda is just sort of quietly soaking this all in. It's it's kind of a lot for her.
2: Akiva during this whole time would have like made a gesture to you to be like can you open up the telepathic channels (laughs) yes so i don't know what to say in this situation since the last time we brought up your deity i ended up accidentally offending you
1: okay what are you trying to say
2: i kind of want to like offer condolences but i have a very different view
1: don't offer condolences just don't commentate at all that's probably the safest thing
2: i'm just gonna stand here like an awkward weirdo
1: i mean feel free to talk about the artifacts the people charitable work okay can't go wrong well probably can't go wrong there
0: How long are you in town for?
1: At least a couple days, so uh, I'm sorry just to show up out of the blue unexpectedly with um, friends, but maybe we could speak more later?
0: That'd be fantastic. I mean, it's a little hectic right now with everything outside, but...
1: I see a new tour group forming as we speak. Yeah,
0: I see them too. I'm trying to ignore them for a brief minute.
1: They will not be denied.
0: (laughs)
4: After the festival, though?
0: After the festival, of course. Stop by. We, sh- we should have some opportunity to take you to the office.
4: Scriv, you could probably earn a little bit of good credit by helping Catherine here explain the exhibits.
2: If you have some time on your hands. She smiles a little. We have a little bit of time. We need to get Ellen set up anyways. Well,
0: here, you think about it. You're coming back to look at documents on the time of separation.
3: I'll see if I can get some of those together in spare time. I would be totally fine in Jumping in now, you said you need that tour group taken care of? I mean, I'm just going to go set up Ellen really quick
0: and I'm right back. I I already expected this to be the majority of my day. Do you have like a basic outline of the tour group path? I mean, it's mostly in my head, but yes, I can, I can tell you what it is. (laughs) So she basically tells you like, if they ask for anything specific, ask one of the other uh, acolytes around, but otherwise like, here's where she usually goes. She goes to this item and this item and
3: always ends on the shield. Okay. And I look over to Kiva. Do you want me to sign us up for the 2v2? Sure. Okay. Well, I'm going to do this. Stop by after? Yeah.
4: Scriv, we haven't decided where we're staying. When do you want us to come pick you up? Scriv? 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 He's gone. He's gone.
3: I have determined that there is only one way to deal with the large crowd, and that is to compartmentalize it to a <laughs> smaller crowd.
1: Okay, so how about this? Since Gryv is occupied, we could, guess, go to my apartment. I do need to pick up something. It's in the same district, and then we could return in a little bit. Maybe that would fill the time.
4: Who do we talk to? I should ask more clearly, I think, the people who have access to people that can get zolas here in touch with
1: i believe the contact will find us
2: okay creepy
4: great not at all disconcerting
1: well there's always layers of secrecy to some of these jobs so i guess i expect nothing less but does that seem like a good plan? Or, or did you want to go to a different temple zolas or valen
0: i mean you said your apartment's in this district right
1: yeah it's, it's down the street Because, you know, I used to work here.
0: If you want to stop by there briefly, I don't mind. At some point, I'll probably visit the Temple to Vimera. But I also kind of assumed that as soon as we got back here, I'd be uh, handed off. So...
1: You're not a parcel. (laughs)
4: Yeah. But he is the package.
0: I'm the one with the information.
1: No, I know know we're expecting to connect you with the right person. I think that person is going to find us.
4: All
2: right.
4: That aside, I uh, do want to head out visit an old friend of the Temple of Karis. And if you'd like to join me, Kiva... Yeah. If you want a couple me, Kiva, we can check out the Temple of Nezolam.
2: Sure. I want to see what worshippers of Nezolam are like in this realm.
4: Where should we meet up?
1: I was going to be back here in an hour.
2: Yeah, we can just meet back here.
4: You might, I don't know if you need more time. Yeah, no, that should be long enough for me to uh, figure out what I need to figure out. So...
2: So, Zolis, do you want to come with us, or do you want to go with Belinda? I'm... Um, Gonna head with Belinda for now. Okay. But we'll meet up with you guys.
4: By the
1: way, what do we see Scriv doing as we are exiting?
3: Scriv, what are you doing as you are surrounded by a small group of people? Going to make sure there's a clear path between our group and the relic that we're trying to approach. Once I'm sure that everyone has clear line of sight, I begin illustrating the history of the relic, where it came from, how it fits in the into the current historical canon, and how it might tangentially be related to the next relic that we're going to go see. Okay. Go ahead and roll me one history check. Six. I apparently forgot all of my history. Okay.
0: One insight check. That is an 18. And one general charisma check. That is a 16. Okay. So you stumble a little bit sometimes as you are confusing a couple of different events surrounding the relic, but you quickly are able to pick it up and are able to read the crowd and kind of keep things moving and you realize like you're you're blanking on a couple of the events that you were gonna talk about, but you're you're still moving and and keeping people entertained and are able to get through it.
3: I'll pull out my alms box and I'm gonna ask if they would please make a contribution to the temple so that we can continue the maintenance and discovery of these relics and new relics. Several the people drop in a few copper
0: here, a few copper there. You can stand up. I thank them all. By that point, Catherine is back out on the main area and would direct you to where to, to bring it.
3: Okay, I do so.
0: So, you guys are all splitting up. So, while Scriv is going around and giving tours, Belinda and Zolas are off to stop briefly by her apartment. And you guys were going to meet back here in an hour- Belinda, you make your way to the shop where your apartment resides, Much Cry and Little Wold. You enter the familiar surroundings of just scrolls and books and papers that line the walls and shelving that reside within this pretty simple shop overall. Behind the counter, just reading her book, you see your landlady, the simply-dressed, sleight-of-build, Silver Dragonborn Henrietta. Ah, Belinda. Good to see you.
1: Hi, Henrietta. How's business?
0: It has been doing rather well.
1: Henrietta, this is uh, Zolas. He's been traveling with me.
0: A pleasure to meet you. Pleasure. And not kind of looks at you quizzically for a moment in the back of Henrietta. I'm glad to see you're, you're running a, a good business here. Yes.
1: Henrietta runs one of the finest shops in all of Orthal, specializing in religious texts. Without being very religious herself, necessarily. Right, Henrietta?
0: Well, you follow whatever gods that you might need that day. You ask for their favor. Yeah. Uh, it might be. Coming back here and seeing what you have of Vumera in a bit, then, if we have the time. Yes, I should have several books on Vumera.
1: Several, I think, might put it mildly. But yeah, sorry, Henriette, we didn't mean to trespass on your time. Uh, hopefully, the customer will be in soon, but it's good to be back.
0: Yes, you've been gone for well over a month.
1: Well, I trust nothing exciting has happened while, I, while I've been absent.
0: I mean, to be completely honest, Belinda, it's just as quiet with you here as with you out.
1: Yeah, that's fair. I'm not the most exciting tenant, am I?
0: You're quiet, and you mostly keep to yourself, and I do tend to enjoy some of our conversations.
1: You hear that, Solas? I'm pretty quiet.
0: I'm not actually surprised, Belinda.
1: All right, well, I'm sorry, Henrietta. Uh, I'm just gonna run upstairs for a little bit, and then I'll be out again. But uh, hopefully, we can chat a bit in, in the coming days. Should be around for a little bit. We're here with some other traveling companions, also for the festival.
0: Oh, uh, yes. A uh, festival to Arlius. Sorry, it's just been rather loud lately
1: is everything going okay oh
0: things have been fine nothing out of the ordinary
1: okay not not like before right
0: no no most of the guards in the area have definitely taken care of the worst of the riffraff
1: all right i'm glad to hear it well we'll head upstairs
0: good to see you belinda zolas a pleasure likewise
1: all right so we're gonna make our way upstairs
0: you make your way up and arrive at your apartment open the door and as soon as you step in belinda what does your apartment look like
1: So, as we're going up this small, pretty narrow staircase, you notice that it just looks simple, well-maintained, and the space reminds you of Belinda. Neat. Logical and solitary. A surprisingly large window lets in natural light as the large table. Obviously this was designed as a kitchen table, but it clearly serves as a desk for work with little neat stacks of papers, a row of pens and seals, all in their specific quadrants of the table. In the far corner of the room, there's a glass case with tomes carefully organized and a screen hides what is presumably a basin for washing. The bed in the room is large and rather ornate with expensive down pillows and silk sheets. A single cabinet serves as storage. So it is all one kind of open room.
0: So, how long have you lived here?
1: A little over a year, two years? I don't know, it all sort of blurs together.
0: He's looking around at the extremely, like, bare, plain room.
1: I'm a neat and tidy person. I don't own a lot of things. I have my books, and I'll gesture to, like, that one shelf of books across the room.
0: I'm assuming most of your books you also tend to borrow from Henrietta and- read the ones that she has downstairs and you go to the erudite sanctuary so i also assume you read a lot of books there not much in the way of uh stuff are you belinda
1: what what would i need stuff for i can't take it with me
0: he hoists his pack slightly
1: we can't all be pack rats some of us have to be a little more selective in what we choose to own but i also don't carry my life on my back
0: i mean i've been doing that for 10 15 years it's been a while
1: but it hasn't always been thus, has it?
0: I assume you did notice several times I said I've been to Orenthal before, and it's not exactly as you've noticed a short trip between Amaran and Orenthal.
1: So, what's the history?
0: Do you got a place for my stuff, really quick? Just so I'm not standing in this space.
1: I'll point to like a quarter of the room where there's like a, an open space.
0: Is that where we're sleeping to? Just to check. I don't. It doesn't look like there's a lot in terms of uh, rooms here.
1: What do I need rooms for? I don't have. Yes, I don't have friends who come and stay with me. I live alone.
0: Hi, (laughs) Zolas. He mockingly extends his hand.
1: I'll just sort of like bat it away. Like, no, you know what I mean. I'm on the road now with Scriv. Before that, I spent all my time at the temple. There isn't a need for me to have luxurious accommodations. I like nice things at certain places like quality books, but otherwise it's just space. And I'm just one person, I'm just me, so I don't fill the space. Someone was joking I should get a pet at one point. It was very alarming. I mean, can you imagine?
0: I can't imagine you with anything like Lazarus, I'll be honest with you. I think Lazarus is probably your best pet because he doesn't actually need to eat or sleep or any of that. I
1: could care for a pet, I just don't choose to care for a pet.
0: Oh, I'm sure if you put your mind to it, you would train a pet very well as he's like setting his bag in the corner and unfurling a bedroll in that corner.
1: I mean, I suppose you could sit at the table. I really don't, um, I don't cook here. I I eat out when I'm in town. Uh, so I just kind of-
0: Again, assumed because paper's all over the table and I'm not noticing dishes or silverware.
1: It's an ideal workspace. You know, there's a plenty of surface area. I can spread things out, have my pens lined up. It seems much more functional to me, but I theoretically, I believe this furniture is intended to, you know, entertain guests or something. It it was a gift.
0: I'll be honest with you, Belinda, I haven't met someone like you, that's for sure. And he will just, like, sit, and you see a moment where he looks like he's about to pick his legs up and do the whole thing of putting it on the edge of the table, pauses and just keeps them on the floor, takes his flask out and sips a little.
1: I'll have all my papers neatly stacked. I, I just gotta remember the order for these so I can put them all back as soon as we're done here.
0: Are you trying to tell me that you'll have trouble actually remembering the order for these?
1: No, I'm not very forgetful or anything, I just- I like things a certain way.
0: Yeah, I can tell that. Alright. Um stalling. Yeah. So yeah, I've been to Warenthal before when I was younger, and uh well, my real name is Oliver Ashglade.
1: Do I need to make it?
0: A- nope, you know the Ashglades because of your mother's position in particular. Okay. You know the main eight noble families. The Ashglades are would be the third in line for the throne if anything were to happen to the Reigns or the Bucktons. Those are the two Other noble families above that. You also know the Ashglades are very big on promotion of merchants and trade throughout the empire.
1: Very mercantile. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, Oliver Ashglade? Yeah. From that family of Ashglade? Merchants?
0: Reaches into an inside coat pocket that he has and pauses from his wrong coat. Hold on. Goes over, because he still looks like a Scrivener.
1: Oh, right.
0: Walks over to his pack, he opens it up and reaches and pulls out his uh, crocodile skin coat and reaches deep into a pocket that you kind of notice like it's definitely a hidden pocket. Pulls out a small ring and he turns it over and you see etched into it a crest of crossed keys, which you do know is the crest of the Ashglades.
1: I'll take a look at it.
0: Okay. It's a noble ring. It's meant for a seal to show that he is of that line or at least can send messages as proof of his, his heritage.
1: Okay. So it's a proper ring. It's legit.
0: Yeah. Inspecting the ring, it's old. It clearly hasn't been used recently. There's a lot of like dust kind of covering it as if it's just been stuck in that pocket for a very long time. But overall, it's legit.
1: Yeah, I'll hit it back to him and say, it doesn't seem like you've taken a lot of care for your family heritage here.
0: When your family tends to care more about coin than, well, family, you realize that uh, being the third cousin in line to the patriarchy of or I forget how it's even worded I'll be honest with you but essentially there's no chance I'm getting any sort of power in that household and one day they were trying to establish some trade with Amaran trying to boost some magical items going back and forth in the empire and well found a ship found a crew kept sailing
1: you could have been here living a life of ease and privilege making coin
0: a boring life. I made plenty of coin, Belinda.
1: Yeah, let's not point fingers at boring lives, all right? You know, a lot of us have lives that from the outside might look very boring, but at the same time, I get that sometimes you're called to something greater than what was
0: laid out for you. And I'm sure your desk job kind of gives you a look. Was uh, incredibly boring here and all that, but it was fulfilling, I'm sure, right?
1: Still had a lot of reading and a lot of writing.
0: Look, I won't press, but you clearly enjoyed what you did. And I'm sure it was challenging and exciting in its own rights.
1: I like to do what I'm good at.
0: Well, I'm not much in the way for trade. I'm not much in the way for promoting business, necessarily.
1: Was it Vubera who called you to the sea?
0: When I got out there, I stood on those docks. Must have been 19. And I felt pulled.
1: So it just felt like everything lined up and that was the way you should go? The path you should follow?
0: Sure enough, as as soon as I was uh, out to sea, I felt right. Like I was where I was supposed to be.
1: Yeah, I can relate to that. That's how it felt for me when I felt kind of the call of Adar, just to get on the right path and never look back. At least, not too much.
0: Always looking forward. Always pressing on. That tends to be what worked for me.
1: What made you decide to tell me all
0: this? We're here. It's going to come out eventually. I mean...
1: Have you met the rest of my crew? I mean...
0: Yeah, it's gonna come out eventually. Someone, somewhere, you know how Orenthal works.
1: Yeah, but have you met my traveling companions?
0: They're an interesting bunch, that's for sure. They don't know how to keep their mouths shut. <laughs> I'm sorry, let me rephrase that. Akiva doesn't know how to not tell somebody something.
1: He's improving. He has kept a secret for more than 10 minutes now. We've made progress.
0: Yeah, especially when we first met Bai, right? How long did that one take?
1: Like five seconds. Yeah. All right, your point is well seen. Guess you would prefer not to tell them.
0: Not right away. Feel free to tell them after uh, the drop-off or whoever it is I'm headed with.
1: Oh, that the the famous Zolus is actually the famous Oliver Ashglade in disguise?
0: Not really famous, but it'll be probably a little party back home once I return.
1: Are you going back to the fold?
0: I'm not going to have a choice for a bit. I ran away from home, Belinda.
1: I mean... I get along great with my parents, so I really can't relate.
0: Yeah, how many siblings do you have? And cousins and extended family that all want more power?
1: Yeah, I really don't have any extended family and just one brother.
0: Yeah, I've got a lot of family. Mind you, some of them are great. Some of them I don't have any problem with. Others I'm pretty sure might try and, like, knock me unconscious and toss me down an alley.
1: Do you have a passion for order?
0: Uh, (laughs) you're asking a privateer if he likes order.
1: Hey, I think it's a fair question. I don't know how you ran your ship.
0: I ran my ship well. I had the respect of my crew. And to a certain extent, yeah, I don't mind a bit of order.
1: Well, I mean, honestly, if you're looking for the next thing to do here in Ornithal and to do some good, there's always military service or civil service, like I did. Okay, maybe not exactly like I did. I'm not. I know you are looking like a scrivener, but I'm not suddenly thinking you are a scrivener.
0: Yeah, only reason I'm still wearing all this is uh, I'd rather hide, you know the Ashglade name up until the last possible minute or the zolus name
1: but if there was an opportunity down the road to take part in something that would help people if there was some element of risk to it but you knew that you were furthering a greater good would you be interested
0: belinda i came back to a place i hate to be under a sort of different kind of prison i'd be free to move about but locked up in my own household I thought I might be coming to my death, but I was also bringing something that could kill a demon lord. Right. I have no problem sacrificing when I need for the greater good.
1: I'm not questioning your willingness to sacrifice, more just, I suppose, your preference? You have a choice now. Your life is your own. It doesn't necessarily feel like it.
0: Well, I like people. I have no problem helping people. It's always easier to help someone you know, so for the most part, I owe you whatever you need.
1: I might put you in contact with someone then. Someone you could talk to and maybe help out once I leave Orenthal?
0: Someone I might know?
1: Definitely not.
0: You might have piqued my interest a little. Do I at least get a name of this person? Or am I going to just be waiting to see if I get a tap on the shoulder?
1: Let's wait until we, you know, put you through this process of giving your information and I think being vetted and all that and see if you're still interested after that.
0: Hey, if it gets me away from the family for... Any amount of time, I'll probably be interested.
1: Fair enough. I will say, you really held this secret pretty well right up until now where you just gave it all away. I mean, I didn't even push
0: you. Belinda, you and I both know. If you really wanted to know, you'd figure out a way. I've seen some of those uh, migraines you give people and the sudden random yeses or noes that people will shout out.
1: I'm a very effective interrogator. What can I say?
0: Look, I'm not even going to try and pretend I know what all you can do. That's not within my wheelhouse, but honestly, I trust you. Thanks. I know whatever information I give you, you'll know what to do with it if you need to.
1: I get the job done.
0: You kept me alive, and you kept all of them on track.
1: Hey, let's not make out like I'm the leader here or something. I'm just in the background, you know, trying to keep us moving forward.
0: You're in the background. Valen's at the forefront. He's taking the hits, but you're steering the ship a lot of the time. Let's be honest.
1: I won't say you're wrong. That would be rude. You know, I wouldn't want to be rude. You know me. So polite.
0: I'm not the most intelligent, Belinda. Not the most charismatic. I have my moments, but I can read people pretty well. I know. Well, I know you don't drink, otherwise I'd offer you some of, and he holds up his sl- some of this, but uh, cheers, and he takes another swig.
1: Yeah, I don't actually keep alcohol here since I don't drink it and I have no friends. That was supposed to be a joke. You were supposed to laugh.
0: He is smiling because he's just like, you know, if you take that out of context, it sounds super depressing.
1: Oh, I'm not depressed by it at all. I find it very freeing.
0: It's just so sad. No alcohol. And he takes another swig. So what's the plan? Who's picking me up? Do you know when yet?
1: We should be getting word when it's time to deliver you, so to speak.
0: All right. I figure you hold on to uh, the amulet for now. Safer in your possession since you can hide it with all your stuff.
1: Yes, because I can hide it with all of my stuff.
0: I don't know what that power is. I mean, I, I can tell you what some of my magics could do, but beyond that...
1: I don't know, that's fair. Nope, I'll hold on to it. I don't see any reason to hand it over to anyone at this point.
0: Yeah, a bunch of shady people in the uh, upper echelon of Ornthal. I'm sure you know that well enough.
1: There are some good people, too.
0: I don't doubt that. Not one bit. Alright, what's the next step? Aren't we gonna go... Did you have something you need to pick up, or are we going to-
1: Oh, yeah. Sorry, this is awkward as I walk over to, like, reach under the mattress and, like, pull out, like, a little pouch. Just grabbing some cash. I keep a stash here, you know, for emergencies. Not that this is an emergency, but just gives a little extra coin, perhaps.
0: That's fair enough.
1: I save. Very frugal.
0: I think this is one of the most awkwards I've ever seen you, Belinda, and I saw you try and crawl through a cave.
1: Don't bring up- the crawling it was not pleasant
0: stays amongst the party don't worry
1: but no I- i'm not used to having people in my home it's it's throwing me off a little bit i know you're being very pleasant and all that but it's just it's weird okay honestly no it's 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 not bad to have you here it's just uh, it's different you know my life's been one way and it's always changing lately and it's just a lot to handle sometimes but you know what as we said always on a path moving
0: forward not looking back keep sailing right keep sailing all right well are we picking up scruff
1: Yep, I'm sure he's having a wonderful time. Let's go.
0: All right, let's go. And that is where we're going to leave this episode for today.
3: Thank you all for listening. Please share this with your friends and follow us on Twitter at RulesIsWritten or check out our website at dndraw.com. And feel free to email any questions to the DM at dm at dndraw.com. Also, subscribe and leave us a review or comment anywhere podcasts are found. And please check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash dndraw. Until next time. Thank you.